One of the most commonly asked questions I get is, Sai, should I bootstrap or should I raise money? Or Sai, if I want to raise money, how much money should I raise? Or Sai, I want to raise money or I have raised money, how much should I allocate towards product? How much should I allocate towards marketing and other expenses and operations? All really, really good questions. And I'm gonna try to dumb everything down into this one specific episode. So my whole goal with this podcast series, if you're coming here from another episode, which I highly recommend you check out the rest of these, is to help you getting to get your mobile app from A to point B. And in order to do that, you need to learn the intricacies and fundamentals of money, budget allocation, raising money, everything to do with finances. So one day you can either exit, IPO or get to millions of dollars in monthly sales. But before we get started, here is a crazy statistic. On average, 63% of tech startups don't make it. 25% close down during the first year and only 10% survive in the long run. And out of those 10%, I would assume that like eight or 9% of them are barely making money, aren't profitable, or are just depending on investors and they just have a bunch of cash saved up so they can keep trying to make it work. So what are these 1%, 2 3% companies doing? What are these mobile apps doing in order to succeed? I'll tell you, they raise money. And a lot of you might not want to raise money. Sigh, I want to bootstrap. I want to figure this out before I go out and pitch my idea to investors. I don't want to take their money. I want to figure it out for myself. You know, my family's depending on me and it feels like it's morally ethical if I take my own money, put it into it so I can stop whenever I feel like it's not working. XYZ excuse. What I have found in my career as a app marketer is that the companies that have money to play with are usually the ones that are successful. So what makes a successful app? I will tell you that a successful app comes from mainly marketing. Obviously, you need to have an idea. You have, you have to have a product that is functional. You have to have an MVP. But I have seen so many apps, these stupidest ideas that actually end up making a lot of money, that end up selling for millions of dollars. Like these stupidest ideas and you wonder, okay, there's no way that this app actually has downloads. You take a look at it, you take a look at their charts, they're getting thousands of downloads a day and have a valuation of like hundreds of millions of dollars and are ready to exit. And you're like, how? So product matters, don't get me wrong, product is super important and the better product you have, the more people will actually use it and retain and continue to use it and pay whatever subscriptions you have. But in order to see success, you need to be marketing 24-7. Your job changes from a CEO, CPO, chief product officer to a CMO. You need to be focused fully on marketing. But the problem is that a lot of companies, a lot of early stage apps don't want to put money towards marketing because... You guessed it, they don't have money to put towards marketing. They're constantly counting dimes, they're counting pennies, they're counting their run rate. You know, they're looking at how much money they have and they're like, oh, if I have a hundred bucks, I will spend $95 of it on marketing or excuse me, on product because marketing doesn't really matter and I will end up getting my product marketed because it's so good that people will start marketing it on my behalf. False, wrong, it's not going to happen. Even if you have a Facebook, an Uber, a Tinder, it just won't happen. You need to spend money on marketing. And honestly, a lot of the companies that end up becoming profitable, Uber isn't even profitable yet, they just dump a lot of money into marketing until they find that winning ad, until they find that winning creative, until they find that winning messaging that takes them to the next level. And in order to do that, you might spend a few 10,000 bucks, you might spend a couple hundred thousand bucks, you might even spend a few million bucks in order to find that messaging. And it really just comes down to how much you believe in your app. 
Do you believe in it enough to go get investors and have them believe in your app? Do you believe it believe in it enough to spend a few hundred thousand dollars if it doesn't work and keep going and keep pushing until you figure out the strategy and formula behind it? Do you believe in it? If your answer is no, then don't raise money and you shouldn't even bootstrap at that point. You don't even, I don't even recommend you launching your app. And if you think that making whatever iteration version next V3, V3.5, this new UI comes out, new text, because my friend told me it looks like shit is going to make it better. I'm sorry, but it won't. The idea is what matters. Do you have a good idea and do you think your idea will benefit people? If your answer is yes, go start raising money. Now, my second point, how much money should you raise now that we've established that you need to raise money? How much money should you raise unless you have millions of dollars saved up and you're willing to allocate at least $50,000 from your own personal savings? Don't bootstrap, please, for the love of God. You will be super pissed at anything you do. If you hire someone to do marketing for you and you aren't seeing success within the, within a month, you'll be super mad and then you won't pay them and then you'll get mad at everyone else on your team. Your company starts tanking. Your wife hates you. Your kids hate you. Just a terrible idea in general. So if you do start raising money, what I look for um, is a couple of things. So how much money do you need in order to market? Now that we've established you need $50,000, um, and, and just expenses in general, I'd say add on a, you know, another 50,000 for development. Um, and it's usually not going to be that costly if you are hiring overseas, which I highly recommend doing. But as you start to scale, as marketing starts to pick up, you'll see that a lot of people want to keep it in-house so they don't have to de- depend on an offshore team that's awake at a completely different time than they are. So I'd say all in all, having about $100,000 to play with is super, super optimal. Now you might be thinking, Sai, 50-50 split, 50% product, 50% marketing. That's outrageous. I want to put 80% on product, 20% on marketing. Realistic. I think you should be putting like 30% on product and 70% on marketing. Because like I said before, it's not going to be an overnight success. It's going to take time for you to see results with marketing. And obviously you need the right strategies in order to do that. Like sometimes you'll bring someone on board. They take seven months to see the littlest bit of success. Here at Trendify, we help you get there a lot faster. Um, And if you're listening to this podcast and you've already booked a call with my team, great. We'll walk you through how we would potentially work with you. Um, If you haven't booked a call with our team, highly recommend you do that. Just go on our website, trendify.com, and you'll see some links there. But we help you with exactly that, getting you from point A to point B. We've done it a million freaking times. We know the formula, so you're not spending eight months trying to figure it out, and your investors are pissed at you because you can't figure it out within month five. So raising money, raise at least 100K as a pre-seed round. And I know I know it's hard for people to raise money until they have some sort of success. What I will say is if you have a working prototype and you're down to bootstrap and you have at least like 15K saved up, literally just invest that money into marketing, right? You just need around 15K invested into marketing so you could show investors that there is traction there. You do have a plan. You do have a go-to market strategy. So they are way more likely to invest in your company. So that's my second point. That's how much you should raise. And then after that, you know, you can literally just play it by the ear. If you are making money after that, you know, your marketing's working, you're making a lot of money per every single dime that you're putting into marketing, then honestly, in reality, you don't really have to raise another round. But also a lot of people want to spend even more into marketing, grow rapidly, aggressively, even if it means they're not profitable, which I think is a totally great idea because if your goal is to exit, it is to IPO. It, profitability doesn't really matter within your first couple of years of business. Um, so raise money so you can pay yourself a salary and raise money so you can keep spending on marketing. 
So that's it for me for this one. Um, so if you've been on the fence of raising money or not, I will tell you we've had clients that have considered bootstrapping. They did it. They didn't really like it. You're just constantly stressed out 24 seven. You can't pay yourself a salary. You can't take this seriously because you're not doing it full time. You're also working a job on the side because obviously you need a salary to pay your family and do all the other things that you want to do. And that's also eating into your budget for launching this app. So unless you have tons of money, please, please go and raise money. If you're wondering how to raise money, um, you should also book a call with my team. That's all something we explain within the Trinify program. That's it for me. Hope you guys are having a beautiful Tuesday. Hope you raise that round and see your app succeed. I'll see you in the next one.